Hey there, we're so glad that you've tuned into this podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins. I'm just a dad, grandpa, and brother in Christ. And I'm just a mom, a Grammy, and a sister in Christ. And together we entered the world of special needs 25 years ago with our youngest daughter, Amy. Our desire is to help you be the champion for your kids that you want to be. And we hope you will find something here that will make your world a little brighter. And today's podcast is the second part of a nine-part series entitled Practical Tips to Survive COVID Education Days at Home. This series was written to bring help and hope and strategies to parents as y'all navigate school time at home, either part-time or full-time. However, you will find practical tips for all of life apart from school time that can be implemented at any time. Yes, and uh, the topics in uh, this uh, podcast series are settle yourself, settle the children, be flexible, laugh, Uh. have compassion, guide, don't overlord, or don't lord over. That works, overlord, lord over. So you guide, and then praise first, then recruit help, and lastly, keep things in perspective. Today, we're going to talk about three ways that you can settle or calm the children. If you're a parent who is intending to send your child to school full-time, but are thrust into educating um, at home, either full-time or part-time, this is for you. If you're a parent of a child with special challenges of any kind, this is for you. And if you're a parent who is fully intending to teach your child at home, this is for you. In other words... If you're a parent, period. It's for you. This is for you. Yes, so let's dig in. So this podcast is all about settling the children. We need some calming techniques, don't we, for our children. These ideas are good for those, all children. All children. Those who have special challenges and those more typically developing we children. We know that because all we have children. both. <laughs> yes. Whether your children have notable sensory issues or not, They can be calmed by the following activities. First, uh, deep massages of arms and legs. Just just go ahead, Jill. Yeah, I'm going to describe it, but Tom is the expert at this. I just want you to know, and our children loved when he did this with them. Just grab and squeeze from the wrist to the shoulder. In fact, we still do this with Amy. With Amy. Mm -hmm. Um, From the toes to the thighs. So you go from the wrist to the shoulders. You just grab, squeeze, move up. Grab, squeeze, move up. And then from the toes to the thighs, grab, squeeze, move up. Or you can use a handheld massager. So what is this doing for, for so, Amy? So if you know the word proprioception, it's your brain knowing where your body is in time and space. And so sometimes our kids are like astronauts and they have no gravity. And they're just floating around and they're bouncing off of walls and we're trying to help them and whether that is happening physically and you can see it or if it's just happening in their brain what we're doing is we're bringing that calm sense to them we're giving them the sensory input so their brain knows where their body is and and their thinking can happen better uh, when we do activities like this excellent another thing you can do is couch cushion sandwich or a burrito roll we had fun with this one (laughs) So couch cushion sandwich. You're going to grab your cushions from your couch or pillows. You put one cushion or pillow on the floor. Have the child lay his or her body on top of the pillow. 
lay another cushion or pillow on top of the child. Now, always make sure that the child can breathe. Watch where their face is and then lay yourself on top of the top pillow or another child in the room on top of the top pillow. This is giving that sensory input that helps them know where their bodies are in time and space. And similar to that is a burrito roll. Okay, so you're going to lay a blanket on the floor. You're going to have the child lay at one of the corners. And then you're going to roll the child from one corner to the other in the blanket. And then you unroll really fast and repeat as long as you can stand doing it. Uh, as long as your back holds up or as long as the child is interested in doing it. Right, they will consider it fun. So it's yes. just, they'll, yes. they'll not want you to stop. <laughs> For sure. Other physical ways that you can calm a child. Uh, jumping jacks. We would grab our kids in the middle of the school day because we were we were full-time homeschoolers and we would grab those kids when they were not concentrating, they were being mean to each other occasionally or they were just whatever, you know, a little antsy. We'd just say, okay, everybody stop what you're doing. We're going to stop and we're all going to do jumping jacks. And so we would do five to ten jumping jacks or more if we needed them. And everybody ends up in a fit of giggles, and everybody's happy after they finish that. Right. So physical activity is good. Another way is to run around the house, outside of your house. Okay, so this is where I got that idea from. Mm. So we have good friends that have eight kids, all right? And six of those are boys. And so she needed to do something to keep those kids from uh, being a little wacky in the house, right? So she literally had them go out the front door, run around the entire house, and come back in the front door. And then they were ready to settle. And uh, walking on a treadmill, if you have that inside the house, that works. Yes, and jumping on a mini tramp. Mm -hmm. We had that in our home, and that was fun for the kids. And then it also gave them the sensory input that they needed to be able to concentrate. Right. So our Amy, uh, we've mentioned her a few times, she needs lots of sensory input. And she gets this by walking miles, literally miles a day, on her treadmill and within the house, just uh, in the um, in Up the and down the hallway and, down the and hallway. in the living room and, and in this... the kitchen <laughs> and in the bedroom. Tom and I have to watch. We have to kind of look. If we're going to enter the hallway, we have to make sure that Amy isn't a full speed ahead. So. Right. So she's like about 10,000 steps. What is that? About three miles. 10,000 steps a day, almost yeah. every single day. So this is calming for her. and This yes. is something that's uh, really good and she has learned that about herself so our children start to learn what's going to help them and so she knows now if she's starting to feel agitated or she's just her brain's just not you know focusing on things the way she wants to she'll just put those headphones on and listen to music and she'll walk yes and it's good what's another way tom that you think that people can calm children in their home music is always good i enjoy music uh, but there are certain types of music that yeah, the classical use. music is the best if you're actually trying to concentrate on getting, you know, either a task done, whether it's cleaning the room or cleaning the house or or doing some kind of schoolwork or reading or whatever it is. Um, classical music is the best. All music is, is helpful, right? But that classical music, no words, just beautiful classical music can really enhance brain function for the children. Yeah. Also, uh, sensory tools can be very useful for any child who needs to sit in front of a computer for schoolwork or at a table uh, for a desk assignment. 
Uh, what, what are some of those uh, ideas, Julie? So the first thing I was thinking about is what can the children sit on that will give them a little more flexibility? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's what they need. If we're always stiff all the time, then it's really hard to focus, especially as a child. I mean, the nature of a child is to be moving around. So what can they sit on? So we did a little research on that. They can sit on an exercise ball. Yes. The exercise balls are flexible. They get you moving around. They um, get the wiggles out. Yes, yes. A beanbag chair can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Okay, so uh, pillows. If you have um, some pillows that you can... Uh, do mm-hmm. A little tickle pillows. there. Yeah, huh? I got a little tickle. And so I was like, Tom, could you say those words? Okay. So, yeah, so we're looking at uh, exercise balls, beanbag chairs... Uh, pillows, uh, cushions from the couch. There's something called a moving sit junior inflatable seat cushion. Doesn't that sound like yeah, fun? Yeah, look that up. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they just need to move sometimes. And they move and can concentrate at the same time. I know if, you, if you're like me, I mean, I concentrate better if I'm sitting still. But these children are still children. They're still growing and functioning. And they just want to be able to... I don't even know if, if it's something they want. It's just something that they need. Sometimes they just need to keep moving. Mm-hmm. And this gives them that opportunity. Yes. And also some more ideas for helping uh, a child to calm and concentrate better. Hand fidget tools. Get those hands occupied. Yeah. Yeah. And then watery beads, sensory toys, sensory sticks, hand fidgets. And then also, oh yeah, the putty, hand putty, hand putty, hand putty. Hand good. silly putty, you know that kind of thing. That, yes, that silly won't putty. stick, um, um, non-sticky. That won't stick. To that's things. very helpful because then they can, you know, manipulate that in their hands and and think better. Also, um, some children just need to be mm. in tighter spaces. Um, the children that are on the autism spectrum and and even those who are not, they just they feel more. Um, I don't know. Secure is it? in tighter spaces so you can even send them into a box if you have a large box with a flashlight and let them do some schoolwork in there or reading or just calming themselves in there um some kids like to sit in a storage bin you know the, the younger children you don't want to force them, them to do it nope. you want to encourage no, you definitely them definitely don't want to if force that's them. something that they enjoy yeah. uh, better uh, then that would be an idea our grandson loves to go we mm-hmm. have a large box that um a toy that came in and and he climbs in there and he's got a blanket and he's got some stuffed animals and he has the a book, book and he has a flashlight. flashlight and he'll sit in there and he'll just look at his books and then he's ready to come out and play again with everybody right. else so it's all good yeah so these uh these things children uh, can manipulate and do um while trying to concentrate or just uh, calm the overwhelm just different yes. things you can keep your hands yeah those um, um when we were talking about the hand fidget right. tools yeah that really does help a lot so let's go over those again just to kind of help you remember some different ideas and what what's cool about uh, a list like this is that you begin probably in your own world to generate ideas yourself you can look around your home and see oh well that would work for this um to help calm my child just have that flexibility and not feel like the child is not learning. Our Josh, oftentimes our son Joshua would be upside down on the couch while I was reading to him. And he was learning every single thing that I was reading. And, you know, if I hadn't been flexible enough to know that it was okay for him to do that, we could have had some uncomfortable times in our home because he needed that. So what kinds of things, again, what you can do to help calm your children? 
the deep massages uh, of the arms and legs that we talked about. Couch cushion sandwich or burrito roll. And uh, let's let's remember uh, jumping jacks, get physically active, uh, run around the outside of your house, walk on a treadmill or jump on a mini trampoline. Play classical music. Use sensory yes. tools. Let them sit on more flexible seating like... Like the exercise ball and the beanbag chair, pillows, cushions from the couch. Maybe an inflatable seat cushion. Good. Look that up because yeah. that could be cool for some kids. Yeah, and if, if you change it around, the kids would appreciate that and they would, would yeah so something different yeah it, that variety is the variety. spice of life right <laughs> okay and then tighter spaces you know consider that they might want to be in a box or a storage bin or even in a closet some people like to sit in closets and that makes them be able to um, calm themselves a little bit better what are some of the hand fidget tools that we could do or some hand things that we could do yeah the fidget tools mm -hmm. um uh, sensory beads um Yes. Uh, some of those uh, putty. I like the idea of the putty. Yes. Um, yes. Non-sticky hand putty. Yeah. So those are some ideas for calming the child. The one that we did, the podcast that we did previous to this was about calming the parents, right? Getting yourself calm before you try to um, do what you need to do to get the children either educated or just get through their day in a good and positive way. And then next time, we want you to tune in next time. We're going to do part three called Be Flexible. Hmm. Yes. That ought to be an interesting. I think we're talking a little bit about being flexible with this, with this, stuff. Uh, with this part yeah. too. But yeah. yes, being flexible will help our attitude. I think the motivation behind this particular podcast being called Be Flexible is that by nature, I was not a flexible person. Um, but having four children and having one of them uh, have a particular syndrome and special needs teaches you how to be flexible if you want to have a positive and loving and caring environment in your home. Okay, very good. Thank you for joining us. This was a, a good time. It was a good time. It's always a good time. It's you and a me. Good time. <laughs> so we, uh, we invite you to check out our website. Champions for Parents with the number four there, championsforparents.com. And you can email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. Yes, and, and come find us on uh, Facebook, Champions for Parents on Facebook. Mm. Uh, like it and interact with us there. Uh, we're, we're posting things uh, on a regular basis. And we're talking about um, pretty soon we're going to also open up a Champions for Parents um, discussion group on Facebook so that we can interact with each other there. So be looking for that as well. Again, thank you for joining us today, and we hope that something in this podcast will be helpful to you and your family in creating a positive and loving environment in your home. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's all for now.